This is Click from the BBC in London. I'm Gareth Mitchell uh, with Bill Thompson over here as well. We're going to Silicon Valley now, uh, still home to California's tech industry after all these years, but uh, not exactly a home in the most ideal sense uh, of the word to many lower-income workers in the shadows of those gleaming high-rises of San Jose. In fact, there's a big homelessness problem in a region where house prices start not far off a million bucks. But guess what? There's an app for all that, uh, because even if you don't have a home these days, you do have a phone, or you're very likely to. Now, the app is called Rover, but also a part of this whole story is an RV, a motorhome that's just full of kit, as we hear now from Alison Van Diggelen. Here we go. I'm here on the high-tech rover, an RV that brings both the internet and a safety net to homeless people all over San Jose. Karen Adato and her volunteers offer an opportunity for homeless people to get off the streets and reboot their lives. They offer internet training, help with online job apps, housing search and even access to detox services. Karen, where are we going right now? So we are in downtown San Jose, the capital of Silicon Valley, and we're going over to um, an area where there are a couple of encampments under bridges right here in the heart of town. One of them is on Woe's Way. Woe's, as in Steve Wozniak, co-founder of Apple and generous philanthropist here in Silicon Valley. Karen Adato is a vivacious single mum, mortgage broker and executive director of the non-profit High Tech Rover. She used $7,000 of her savings to create this Rover outreach vehicle app prototype, Rover for short. For those that are homeless and poverty stricken, it's like having a life coach a service provider and a trainer in the palm of their hands. So when we're not here helping them, they still can stay on a pathway that is focused on upward mobility. They can get onto Rova and press one button. I am seeking help. Up comes a list of resources that are available for that particular gender and age group. We have a geo tracker right here. So you can pull up a map with pins and find out where they are. And this tool will also help government officials, donors, and service providers figure out what's needed, what's not. Connecting homeless people with jobs, training opportunities, and relocation information are key for Adato. Her brother Stevie was homeless in Boston, and she believes that those who supported his panhandling simply enabled his alcoholism and homelessness. Instead, she's serious about connecting people to local services and getting people off the streets for good. I've learned a lot in my time in the trenches working with this population. I've learned a lot through the life and tragic death of my brother. There is really something to teaching to fish rather than giving fish. We are very focused on saving lives really helping them to be self-sufficient rather than the temporary handout. That in some ways is part of the problem. We're here doing the sweat work, uh, trying to help in other ways that are more sustainable that actually lead to a permanent resolution of the problem itself. The high-tech rover, a huge camper van, is kitted out with desks and laptops. Adato and her volunteers take it to homeless camps around Silicon Valley. We make our way over rough ground to the confluence of Highway 280 and 87. Adato grabs her pepper spray, just in case. We find a half-dozen scruffy tents stretched out over a concrete embankment. Below us, the Guadalupe River. Above us, although it's midday, there's a constant drone of heavy traffic. 
Jason, whose name has been changed to protect his privacy, tells me he's been homeless for two years. He's 19 and working two jobs, earning between 11 and $17 an hour. You can't get a roof over your head, a proper roof over your head for that? <laughs> not in Silicon Valley, not in Silicon Valley. It's too expensive. I mean, like, one bedroom's like $1,300, and it's crazy out here. Us teenagers, we need help because we want to get out. Not all of us want to be here forever. Every morning, Jason has to find a place to shower and clean up for his service jobs. We tell him about the Rova app. Would that be a useful tool? That's actually a very brilliant idea because a lot of us actually have phones. I've actually wanted something like that. Local surveys reveal that at least 40% of homeless have cell phones. I ask another young man, what would help him? San Jose needs to lower how much it costs to buy a house, the rent. You need to live with like three people that are making at least $20 an hour to end up being able to have your own place in San Jose. The Rova app includes a database of over 700 low-income housing facilities in the county. Both young men plan to relocate out of state when they can afford it. Like many in Silicon Valley, Adato dreams big and is seeking sponsorship from the tech community to launch her app and create a whole fleet of high-tech rovers across the nation. She recently pitched her dream at the Apple campus and remains hopeful. The wider tech community is already tackling homelessness via brainstorming hackathons and leveraging data-driven solutions and social media to spotlight community challenges. In Australia, an app called Ask Izzy already offers similar services to Rover. So that's Alison Van Diggelen reporting from Silicon Valley. And, of course, but whatever we think of the technology, it would be nice if we didn't even need this technology in the first place. That would be the ideal thing. It would. You would think that a, that a wealthy society would be able to deal with the issue about homelessness. But they can't. We can't we over are here we in are. the UK. We are where we are. Uh, it's interesting, of course, because over the years on, on uh, Digital Planet, on Click, on Go Digital in the past, we've reported on these, particularly in African countries and also in, in India, about the use of various high-tech solutions to help people with social problems like SMS messaging, frontline SMS, all those sorts of things. Now we, we come to California, the heart of Silicon Valley, the story's coming back again, and they're starting to apply the technology to solve these problems because now so many people do have access to to smartphones or equivalent devices. We have the technology aspect, and of course there's the social aspect here as well, and I think it was very heartening in that report to hear the voices of people who are homeless, who are on low incomes. And so, you know, just talking about the not just, oh, I've got this shiny new app, but you know, some of the social implications of the position in which they find themselves, and, and even the reporter there, Alison, going to meet them face-to-face and saying, that, what do you think of this? Well, well that's, again, as it should be. The, the point is that society includes every Body, including those who are less advantaged and those who are very advantaged, we can help each other. If there isn't a social structure in place, you need to find an alternative. The last point about this is the idea of the Rover bus, of, of a, a resource that goes to the people, is I think a really sensible one when transport itself is so difficult for so many people. So I applaud that particular side of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, it comes from the technology increasingly now being portable, potentially solar powered, all those kinds of things that we've also been talking about for years on this programme. And we'll continue to.